0: Give it up for Nadia one more time, everybody. Thank you. So when I was in the fourth grade, my family and I moved to a very beautiful tree-lined street in a very waspy neighborhood in Connecticut. And we were the only Hispanic family four miles. A fact that was not lost on the more established families that lived there already. So, on the west side of the street were like the older folks that loved to sit outside in their porch and like lament the fact that the neighborhood was going to pot, right? They loved that. And then on the east side, that's where I lived, and that was the fun side because that's where all the kids were. So, on the corner, we had this huge Italian family with like the three worst little boys, like ever, right? Sal, Joey, and Fabio. They were horrible. Like the cops were always over there because their older brother. Long story. Anyways, across the street were the Franks and their daughter, Karina. Karina was a couple of years older, but she was kind of developmentally challenged, I guess. So she was kind of like our age, even though she didn't look like the rest of us. And then there was Tracy, and she was a bookworm just like me. Her family was the only black family in our neighborhood. So our play dates consisted of me and her sitting in her room, reading books aloud to each other, and then writing book reviews, which we would then correct. (laughs) My very best friend in my neighborhood was Elizabeth. Elizabeth was very exotic because Elizabeth's mom was a divorcee, right? And that was a real word, you guys. I'm not even kidding you. Elizabeth was known as a very independent child, which meant she was a latchkey kid. So my mom, obviously being Cuban, was like, So she was always in our house having dinner because it was her one hot meal of the day. But we had such a rich childhood. There were always fights. There were always birthday parties. You know, summertime was like pool parties at my house. And then like the winter was like broken bones and like kids sledding. And everybody was just having such a great time, even though I don't know how our parents got through it. Um, even though there was a very good public school down the street from my house, I didn't go there. I was called Kinsella. And I didn't go there because my mom said that I had to have the best of everything. So I had to get shipped off to a private school two zip codes away from my house, which meant that I was going to school with kids that were living a life drastically different than my own. Right? So I was the only Hispanic girl in my entire school. And it was a school that ran from kindergarten all the way through eighth so you can imagine and the worst thing wasn't that the worst thing was that i was a little chubby and when you're in connecticut in a private school that is an unforgivable sin so i had no friends there was only one girl that was slightly chubbier than me and slightly less popular than me and her name was susie q like the cake and You know, I was so fearful of slipping down further on the social ladder that I wouldn't even make eye contact with Susie. I know that was a horrible thing, but but that's the God's honest truth. And finally, when I resigned myself that I was just going to be an outcast for the rest of my academic career, my prayers were answered in the form of a very tiny, teeny, bird-like little girl named Katie Dunn. Katie, I met her in sixth grade, and she had braces just like me, but she also had glasses and really stringy blonde hair that she used to curtain off on the side with a tiny red barrette that would only show off the tiny blue veins that were framing her vast forehead. (laughs) Katie wasn't popular either, but... We had each other, and together we were a force to be reckoned with. We sat together in lunch, we passed notes, we gossiped, you know, we we pretended to be cool, because we had each other, and somehow that was enough. So I had two me's. I had my neighborhood me, which had a ton of friends, and my school me, where it was just me and Katie. And finally, the day came when Katie said to me, you know what, Nadia, I think we should just take it to the next step, and I was like, I don't know what that means, but she says, no, I want you to come over. I think you should come over and meet my parents and and see where I live. And I was like, oh my God, this is amazing, right? Because now it's real. Now it's going to be, everybody knows now it's serious. So I was so psyched and I told my mom, she said, okay, whatever. But I realized my mistake as soon as Mrs. Dunn came to pick us up. My mom had a Cadillac, but Mrs. Dunn had a very tasteful Hunter Green Volvo. My mom wore red hair and makeup, and she had a pinky ring. And Mrs. Dunn had a very tasteful blonde bob, Dock ciders, and Cherry Chopstick. I knew that that difference meant something, but I didn't know what it was yet. We get to Katie's house, and I realize what the difference was. While I had an above-ground pool, Katie had an entire wing of her house dedicated to an in-ground pool. While well, I had a nook, a book nook in my uh, bedroom closet, Katie had an entire library in her home. While my house was always filled with kids, yelling and screaming and dogs and cats and everybody going crazy, Katie and I were able to finish our homework quietly and in peace in the museum that was her house. I knew Katie could never come to my house, never, because I would lose my friend for sure. There was no doubt about it. So I went to Katie's house all the time, and finally Katie said to me, you know Nadia, you never ask me over. Why don't you ever ask me over? Aren't we friends? And my birthday was coming up and I said, you know what? I'm just gonna lose my friend then because I'd rather lose her by being myself than to have her think that I didn't care. So my birthday comes up and Katie comes over and of course it was chaos and catastrophe just like I knew it would be and she loved it. Katie loved it. She didn't wanna go home. She ate our food, she sang, she danced, she did everything. Kids from my neighborhood loved her and she got along with everybody and it was great. And Katie finally left and we remained friends until I moved away. And then I went to a different school in seventh grade and I never saw Katie again. I often look for Katie on Facebook, but I haven't found her yet. And to be honest, it took me a long time to really appreciate my childhood and the neighborhood that I had come from. Wasps and all. Thank you.